50 States of Terror may include content unsuitable for young audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Content warnings will be included in the show notes. This is Nebraska, the Phantom Kangaroo. Hello, world, and welcome to another episode of 50 States of Terror. Like always, I am your host, Anthony Diaz, and welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back for you old folks. That was Welcome Back, Carter. And... uh, And if you knew that reference, it's time to take your pain medications. So, hey, yeah, uh, my name is Anthony Diaz. Um, Thank you again for coming to this show called 50 States of Terror, where we take a cryptid from each state. And uh, we on the show just do a deep dive, you know, short little, um, well, research project on it. And this one was fantastic. And I'll tell you why. Because like the other ones, when you do a research, you know, uh, you research a state and you and you search cryptids said state. So you're like, I don't know, um, let's just go with Nebraska, like what we're doing right now. And you go, Nebraska cryptids. And it gives you a, you know, a relatively small list of creatures that may or may not have been cited or listed on cryptid lists and blah, 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 blah. Well... This one, the one I found, was by accident, actually. <clears throat> Excuse me. You see, I was uh, I was scrolling through TikTok, um, you know, doom scrolling late at night. Couldn't sleep. I had anxiety or some shit. I, I don't know. Um, and around, you know, 1 o'clock in the morning, I started getting all of these paranormal and all of these... Uh, cryptid ghosts you know just small little clips from tiktok and it just so happened that i crossed over nebraska and this dude was was doing this like 15 second 30 second thing on this animal that nebraska had that it was listed as a cryptid in nebraska so i was like you know what i let me let me you know do a quick little google google search and let me check this out because this is fucking interesting because it's not like the other ones that we've done. It's not some scary monster. It's not some three headed beast or, or something like that, which I do love because at, be- at the beginning of me choosing Nebraska, I wanted to do the, um, I'll, uh, I'm going to butcher this fucking name. Um, the Akali. Yeah. The, uh, Akali Lake monster, uh, otherwise known as the Walgreens Lake monster. And I was set on doing this thing because, you know, it was it was well known. There was information. Um, there was a lot of sightings. And I was at first going to just just pick this and, you know, run with it and what have you. And then I found this TikTok video and I wish I memorized the 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 guy who who did the show on, on TikTok, who, who did the presentation um, because I want to give him credit, 
Uh, but if I do find that, I'll, I'll post it on the, on the show notes, 100%. But the thing about it is this one, like uh, maybe two or three that we've done before on the show, this one has a, a, a deep, deep plausibility of being, of, of being in a, a real, a, 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 a real, uh, a, a creature that's it's not it's not far fetched is what I'm trying to get at. It's not this thing this this imaginary thing that someone just be like like the Snallygaster because we all know the Snallygaster is this insanely looking. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm not going to use the word insanely. This a uh, fabergasted <laughs> looking thing uh, with you know tentacles on his face and and wings and and shit like that. No, this is this is plausible plausible. Of, of what this thing could have been or uh, I, you know maybe some lighting was was all jacked up when the first setting happened so you know we're just gonna tap right into it we're gonna go right into this and i'm excited and so you'll you will hear me start doing like mouse clicks because i have uh tabs open and i have my notes here and, and things like that but i wanted to i wanted to uh say first first off that the reason why I chose this, uh, because it's also adorable. The creature I'm about to say is adorable. So yes, this is Nebraska, the phantom kangaroo. So first sightings of this thing was um, actually in a different state. It was in 1880, I'm sorry, 1899 in Richmond, uh, Wisconsin. Okay. And a woman has uh, seen this thing, this kangaroo leaping across her her backyard. The, that was the very first one in 1899. The most recent one was sighted in Oklahoma in 2013, where it was reported by uh, a couple of hunters who recorded this thing in the field. It was up on YouTube. Um, it was shaky and it was blurry. But, okay, well, let's just get this. Let's, let's just get from beginning to the end. Okay, and since the, uh, this last signing in 2013, there have been maybe a couple more, um, but like it, it was just say, oh yeah, I know what that thing is, and then it was just posted on um, a Reddit group or cryptid, you know, uh, list of of sightings for said creature. But the one that I want to talk about because it, it's from Nebraska um, was sighted in 1958 by Charles Wetzel, who saw this kangaroo chasing dogs near his cabin home. Uh, near uh, Plate River, near Grand Island, Nebraska. Okay, so in your mind's eye, okay, when I say the phantom kangaroo, what do you immediately think of? Because for me, what I think of is this grotesque, maybe gray in color kangaroo creature, maybe with gnarly you know, fangs, teeth, maybe spikes coming across his back along the spine. I, I don't know. Maybe um, hunched uh, ooze, perhaps coming out of his body. Maybe question mark. I don't know. But however, I was not ex- expecting the the actual um, sightings to look like what they look like. Okay. So what the you hear me start clicking now because I have all of this uh <laughs> all of this information like kind of on on my Google 
my tabs and it is uh, unbelievable because I am a professional because that's what I do. So anyway, um, yeah. So the, the way it looks like is this, it, it does look like a kangaroo. Um, it's fur is reddish in color. It, it may or may not have uh, elongated ears that kind of like uh, go backwards and is in a stationary position. So it, it almost looks like some type of like armor or perhaps maybe it's skull. And that was uh, just fixated and fixed on, on that, on that position. Uh, it does have regular features of a normal uh, kangaroo. Um, and also it is the same height and weight maybe perhaps of a, of a normal kangaroo because i do know they get pretty fairly large but the sightings that that are um from the late 1800s and then and then the one in 2013 have said the almost the same exact thing where it's like perhaps four or five feet tall roughly i don't know 150 pounds based on its girth you know and 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 then that's and that's what they saw and this is this is the reason why I am truly in love with this with this with this one with the scripted because when the people who came forward about seeing this thing telling the descriptions it resembled two different animals that have now been extinct one is called the Procopoton no I fucked that up the Procoptodon. And the other one, I'm going to screw this one up so bad too. <laughs> the Ekel, the Ekel Data. Now both have actually roamed the earth. Those, they're both um, prehistoric kangaroo creatures. The Procoptodon lived in the, why do these names are so damn hard to pronounce? I'm not a scientist. I can't do this. Uh, let's just, okay. okay I'll, I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a shot. <clears throat> it lived in the Pleistocene era, which is known as was the Ice Age. So like, if you think about the Ice Age, the movies, the Ice Age with, you know, the man, the woolly mammoth, the, um, the saber tooth tiger and that fucked up squirrel that's trying to chase that, that um, acorn or whatever. It lived in this, in this time frame, and is an extinct genus of a giant, short-faced kangaroo. Uh, it was over six feet tall, weighed over two hundred pounds. This thing was gnarly. The other one uh, lived in the late, um, let's see, Eleogene to Miocene period. And I hope I don't mess that up. Anybody, anybody who's in the scientific community, please email the show and. Tell me I'm wrong <laughs> and, and give you proper pronunciation. Uh, oh, and by the way, if you want to, if you want to real quick, if you, if you do want to support the show um, via a couple bucks here and there, you can support the show. Patreon.com slash 50 States of Terror. Uh, and and every every penny that you spend goes to the show. It goes to the equipment, goes to the software. Um, it, it gets me a cup, a cup of coffee every once in a while. Um, it is it is poured into the the what what I consider the business of the show. Um, of course, I, I, we don't make enough to to pay a salary or anything, unless you want to, you know, um, 
give enough to you know support you know financially for you know uh, I don't know uh, to me to, to quit my job and do this full time. <laughs> I, one can only dream, right? One can only dream. But uh, let's go back to to these prehistoric uh, creatures. So so both of them were uh, prehistoric creatures, kangaroo. Now uh, the the Alcaltideta. Man, I wish I could just say I could just okay. Let me do one more shot. The Echeltadetta. We'll leave it at that. Uh, that was an extinct genus of marsupials related to the modern musky rat kangaroo. Okay, so we have those two prehistoric animals that resemble what these people were were witnessing um, in in all these firsthand accounts. So let's just set the scene. So you are driving home. It's late at night. You're in Nebraska. I've been in Nebraska twice. Um, love the states. Gorgeous. And uh, uh, one in particular was this. Um, uh, it, it looked like it was straight out of you know a, a TV show that's set in the fifties. You have these two story houses, and you have the old school, these beautiful vintage stores that are that are what is considered downtown. And uh, oh, it was just fantastic! It was just so much fun. But anyway, imagine yourself going home. Maybe you went to a a bar and had a couple of drinks with some buddies. Driving home late at night, and your headlights are on, and there are large, you know, tall grass on either side of the road, and then whipping right in front of you to stop right in the middle of the road is this kangaroo. So at first instinct, would you consider that out of the ordinary? Well, I mean, yeah, I, I would think so. You know, you're driving around. You don't normally see a kangaroo fucking, you know, just hopping out on, on the on, on the road. But the first instinct was like, you know, maybe this is an escaped animal from the zoo. You know, so you get out your truck, get out your car, and you try to, you know, do the thing where... You try, you try to approach this this thing that could be a horrific, I don't know, uh, body snatcher, <laughs> like because you don't know, and you walk up to it, and it, it just scurries off, it just hops off. The regular person would be like, well, you know, what? it could be an animal that escaped from a zoo, um, it could be uh, some type of wallaby, um, it could be uh, a, um, and it, it's escaped Joey. You know, because joeys are the are what's known as the babies of kangaroo. Um, so yeah, your your first instinct is like, okay, this may be from a zoo, or possibly it could be from a personal, you know, wildlife refuge or some type of a wild game or or uh, I don't know habitat that was around the area. You know, but but. The way that it was described doesn't quite fit it being a normal-looking kangaroo. So, enter my boy, Lauren Coleman. Lauren Coleman and Mark A. Hall theorize that some sightings of this phantom kangaroo may actually be sightings of devil monkeys. Okay? Devil monkeys. I want to do a standalone show on devil monkeys. 
because after doing the the you know sidebar clicks and going down the rabbit hole devil monkeys is an incredible creature and it's primarily well not primarily let me let me let me correct myself um the first sighting was actually in tennessee so you know this may be a tennessee creature i don't i i don't know but there's there, it's it's not it's number one right now it is it is flying up the charts number number one devil monkeys and do yourself a favor too when you're like you're five minutes you know and you have nothing to do just google tennessee devil monkeys <laughs> and and it is it's a great read it's it's phenomenal anywho now um we do know that you know kangaroos are native well right now native to australia and kangaroos and wallabies outside of australia is not severely unheard of you know because uh the isle of man have been home to hundreds of wild wallabies and kangaroos since uh the 1970s when they uh, a pair of them escaped and mated and then you know through you know through lovers lane and then through um you know going out on dates and, and movies and and loving each other very much they procreated and the other exemption that i was looking for is well okay so let's just let's just say that there's maybe an exotic you know wildlife refuge there in nebraska in that area well i couldn't find one and I did further research on whether or not it is legal or illegal to even possess something like a kangaroo or wallaby in Nebraska. So some laws prohibit the possession of uh, exotic animals unless you are, unless you do have an exemption, unless you do have like a, a zoo permit or your um, uh, a park, a wildlife refuge, things like that. But the, but the, the, the thing about owning a kangaroo in Nebraska, it's like, where would you even, where would you even go to, to get one? But it does, it, it does bring up the question, well, perhaps, perhaps it, it's a creature, animal that was privately owned, escaped. But that doesn't take away the fact that everybody has seen the same type of one, right? So, enter a great scientific theory that I absolutely love about why we are seeing more and more extinct animals today. So this thing is called uh, iterative evolution. Now this is a natural process of de-extinction based on, uh, well, evolution. So this occurs when a species becomes extinct, but, but then rather... Uh, some time passes and a different species evolves in an almost identical creature. This has been proven to happen in birds and it proven has to have happened on different type of animals. So what does this mean? Could this be a evolutionary trait of an escaped kangaroo that through a short period of evolution wandered on the road and looks like one of two of the extinct extinct creatures that I named uh, before that I, I am I will not try to pronounce again. <laughs> is it? I don't know. And this is what makes this just wonderful to talk about because it's it's not like it's not like we're diving into like I don't know 
um, a large hundred foot water creature in in the lake, or 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 not, I don't know, a absurdly large flying creature that could come from caves. You know, this is something that's that's fairly plausible, especially when you're talking about like the amount of sightings that that has occurred since 1899 all the way to 2013 in Wisconsin, um, in London. Check that out. In London, in 2000, there were four sightings of a six-foot kangaroo eating leaves in Lewisham, London. And then uh, let's talk about Iowa. Uh, let's, let's, uh, a woman in 1999 named Lois Eckert saw a big animal jump past cows on her farm. Is it is it plausible? Well, okay, first let's say it could be just a an escaped kangaroo. In the way they describe it, it could be, you know, sick or it could be, I don't know, have some type of um, genetic uh, defect. I don't know. However, the fact that it's possible that the, the thing that they saw, the large creature with a, a prehistoric face that's carnivorous is it possible that it could be an interrative evolution which is a de-extinction process naturally by the way is it could that be it and i'm thinking so but that's just me you know i would like to i would like to fantasize that like you know what yeah maybe there is some kangaroo-like creature that is just roaming the the tall grass in nebraska right now it it would excite me to believe that you know what maybe just maybe that there is this this large beast-like creature from old prehistoric days just chilling and watching us i love it but you know what Tell me what you think. Get in the comments. Get in the comments, y'all. <laughs> yeah, Nebraska, the phantom kangaroo. Love it. Absolutely love it. Thank you again for listening to 50 States of Terror. I am your host, Anthony Diaz. Stay tuned for a, a self-indulging promo <laughs> of, of all of my socials where you can just you can find <laughs> you can find me at. Um, and, um, I am going to release a preview of my new show. I haven't named it yet, but, um, personally, I, I wanted to, to, uh, promote my, my writing, you know, and I am going to do a new show where all I do is just sit and talk about writing and read some of my stories. I, I hope that, I hope that people like it, you know, but you know what? It's, it's, it's something that I wanted to do and it's, it's for me and, and yeah. So again, thank you for listening. I really do hope everybody has a wonderful weekend. Um, I am actually off work right now. I took off today and Monday because Sunday is my birthday and I am going to just relax and play video games all day and drink, you know, a great hoppy IPA beer <laughs> and eat lots of cake 
And uh, yeah, thank you guys. Later. This has been an episode of 50 States of Terror, brought to you by your host, Anthony Diaz. You can find the show on Facebook and Instagram at 50 States of Terror. On Twitter, you can find the show at 50 States Terror, without the of, you know, because of the character limitations. You can also find the show on TikTok, 50SOT Podcast. Email at the50SOT at gmail.com. That's the or the 50SOT at gmail.com. And of course, if you want to support the show, please, you may at patreon.com slash 50 states of terror. Thank you and happy hunting. Later. <laughs>